Assalamualaikum. It is Thursday, the seventh of October, two thousand and twenty-nine. Twenty-nine, two thousand and twenty-one. And in our series, reflections on the Holy Quran. This is broadcast number two hundred and sixty, and this is part four. Of a discussion of the words of uh, uh, Al Bakara, verse ninety-three. Um, we apologize that we couldn't uh, broadcast uh, yesterday, and also um, we had to change the time of the broadcast for today. Uh, otherwise, we would have been unable to broadcast today as well. Just to remind you that uh, uh, these broadcasts are brought to you by Ahmadiyya uh, Human Shahid Islam, also called the Lahore Ahmadiyya Movement or the Lahore Ahmadiyya Community, and so on. Um, and uh, it was founded by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed. And he taught that uh, although people say that uh, another Prophet can come after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, the Holy Quran says that the Holy Prophet was Khatmin Nabihi. And the Holy Prophet explained that by saying, La Nabi Abadi, there is no Prophet after me. So no Prophet will now come after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, whether it's an old Prophet or a new Prophet or anyone else. This worried the companions of the Holy Prophet Muhammad who said to him, uh, um, O Prophet of Allah, um, the uh, the nations, the ummas of the previous prophets went astray a short time after the death of their prophet. So what will happen to this ummah? And the Holy Prophet explained that God will send reformers who will uh, reform the incorrect ideas and practices, etc., uh, which become prevalent amongst the uh, the Muslims. And these people will be called Mujaddadeen. This will, of course, lead to differences of opinion and so on. But that does not mean to say that uh, as people are fond of doing, you call each other kafirs and heretics and outside the fold of Islam and so on. Because Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad referred to uh, the uh, hadith of the Holy Prophet, where the Holy Prophet Muhammad وسلم, said that if one reciter of the kalima says to another reciter of the kalima that you are a heretic, you are a kafir, then it is the person saying it who is the heretic. So strict was the Holy Prophet. Muhammad 
that recitation of uh, Kalima is sufficient for someone to be regarded as a Muslim. Um, and uh, then Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad also said that people believe that some verses of the Holy Quran, some prophetic revelation that God sent to the Holy Prophet Muhammad is not a part of the Holy Quran, such as Ayah Rajam or Surah Vilayat. But Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmad said this is untrue. All the prophetic revelation is with us in the Holy Quran. There is nothing missing from it. And uh, uh, he also said that people say that uh, some verses of the Holy Quran are abrogated. No verse of the Holy Quran was, is or ever shall be abrogated because the Holy Quran is a complete book and it is a perfect book. And God had said that I have revealed it and I will guard it. So, it is perfect. And uh, he also said that Muslims, every individual Muslim must conduct jihad. But jihad as taught by the Holy Prophet Muhammad. When returning from a battle, the Holy Prophet said that we are returning from the minor jihad. To the major jihad and then went on to explain that the major jihad is jihad bin nafs. Struggle with your own desires of envy and greed and jealousy and all this kind of thing. This is the real jihad. This is the greater jihad in the words of the Holy Prophet Muhammad. This is not me or anyone saying it. This is the Holy Prophet Muhammad saying it. So, let us turn to the chapter or the verse that we are going to look at today. A'udhu billahi minash Take hold of that 
which we have given you with firmness and obey. They said, we hear and disobey. And they were made to imbibe the love of the calf into their hearts on account of their disbelief. Say, evil is that which your faith bids you if you are believers. And uh, um, today, last uh, in the last broadcast, we looked at uh, the word. Uh, which word did we look at? I've lost it now. Atainakum. So today we're going to look at the next two words. The overthing was so let us turn to my notes on the <clears throat> computer and see what We can get from, but we can learn. The first word, be over in its uh, root is kaf wa ya. In fact, there is a dispute about this, and some people say its root is kaf wa wa. So if you go to one dictionary and you don't find it under kaf wa ya, then go and look at kaf. And it will be there. And it occurs in the Holy Quran <clears throat> 42 times with three different meanings. Um, and uh, it occurs 30 times as a noun. Kuvvat and 11 times as the nominal Kavi that just leaves one which is Mokavin. Basically gives an idea of strength in the Laha Kavi Kaviin. Shadidul Ekaab, Kavijun Shadidul Ekaab. He is strong. Inna Rabbaka Huval Kaviyul Aziz. He is all strong. Now that can be as adjective or that can be as uh, noun. The strength of obviously is uh, the. Uh, uh, adjective of being strong, so be overthin with strength that makes it the uh, well, it's still noun actually. I'm wrong here. Adjective is in the laha kaviyun aziz, all strong. So, the, the, here it's the adjective. So, uh, 
Let us see what it means. Just a minute. Let me go back to one page. That's it. So, it means, it can mean uh, uh, strength and power, but it also means God's strength and power. What God decrees and determines and, and, and uh, so on. So, it's also used for that. Um, and um, for example, Hosuma Athaina Kumbi Hovati, chapter 2, verse 63. I've given you the book, so hold on to it firmly. So, this, this is not uh, literal. You know, it doesn't mean that you've got the Quran and you've got to hang on to it like this, as hard as you can. It means that uh, you are steadfast in applying its commandments. There'll be difficulties. You know, you're living in the West and it's Friday prayers and uh, you are uh, uh, working. So what are you going to do? And uh, so that's for you to decide. And then there's the inherent ability of something. For example, um, you would say that uh, the stone inside a, a date, that is Bilqubat, the tree, the date tree. And it can mean, you know, uh, encourage someone, strengthen their heart etc. But it can also mean literally uh, bodily strength, um, such as the verse, uh, the chapter 18, verse 95, physically help me. So here it means actual physical uh, help. Ya Yahya Hosil Kitaba bi Kumvati, chapter 19, verse 12. O Yahya, hold on to my book with firmness. As I said, this means even under difficult circumstances, when there is this um, clash between your worldly interests and your spiritual teaching. You hold on to your spiritual teaching. Um, it can also mean military power or um, economic power, such as in chapter 27, verse 33. You are very strong fighting people. So that means militarily strong. And uh, again, chapter 51, verse 58, Inna Allah huwa razzaqu 
God is the provider and the strongest. So, you know, that includes both. That uh, uh, power that, uh, or the responsibility that God has bestowed on us as humans and uh, God, his own majesty and might and power. Uh, <clears throat> so God is referred to this in, in uh, uh, many ways, chapter 81, verse 20, uh, the mighty, the one with an elevated throne. And uh, um, I mean, here, People say that Zi'uvvati uh, actually means Gabriel, the Holy Spirit, and not uh, God. Um, <clears throat> but as I said, uh, it also means having the ability, although you may not necessarily be engaged uh, in whatever it is. For example, the, the Arabic phrase, so and so has the ability to write. It may not be that he is actually writing. But the interesting thing is the same word is also used for lack of resources. Um, for example, a desert would be called Kivaun. And uh, Fakr means the one who's needy, the one who depends on someone else. For example, chapter 56, verse 73 says, Vamata Anlil Mukveen. And for the needy, And what is required by the needy. So, these uh, meanings, they actually go back to uh, a very physical thing, which is making a rope. And then you take a thread or something, and to strengthen it and make it into a rope, you put knots in it. And then, you know, if you have a thin or if you have a thread and you need something with more strength, then what you do is you take two or three threads and you knit them together. In the same way as people, uh, you know, do... Uh, sometimes do hair, girls' hair. It is the opposite of uh, weakness. But what happens when you knit these threads together? They become stronger. 
so this this is the uh, uh, basic meaning but it's all uh, basic meaning another basic meaning is also lack of resources uh, etc and that is why as i said uh, a desert is given the same name uh, when an egg hatches then what is left behind that is called al-qawiyad that there is nothing left in that the chiclet is out of the shell and what's left behind is is given that uh, name so let's now move to the next word which is wasma'u and uh, that consists of three segments wa is conjunction what i call connecting words and then at the end the wa and the hamza they are the pronoun and in the middle is the verb sama and you can see this is how roots are worked up the complete word is was wasma'u so we take off the conjunction the connecting word wa at the beginning and we take off the wa and the hamza at the end which is the pronoun and we are left with 90% of the time we are left with the with the root which is seen mean rain and it occurs in the holy quran 185 times uh, in uh, with 10 different meanings and uh, 78 times uh, the form is samia yeah. 78 times yes that's right and then uh, 47 times the form is samia and uh, 22 times it's the noun samma and 16 times it's the verb uh, is the ma and 13 times the verb asma and 13 what else is there well the rest are once or twice yasam yasma or else is there uh, four times as samaun uh, and so on. so that obviously those of you who know urdu and so on would know that uh, that refers to hearing but interestingly the same word is used for ears for an ear for example in chapter 2 
They don't really understand. Or it can also be that it means that we've listened, we've heard, we've understood, but they don't act in accordance with it. You know, they don't show that they've heard and uh, so on. So, the Holy Quran says, chapter 8, verse 23, Allahu Fihim Khairal Asma'ahum Walau Asma'ahum Latawallahu If God had seen in them some good, then God would have given them the ability to hear. But if without that inherent goodness in their souls, if God had given them this ability, then they would have run away. So, uh, Here, actually, some, it also means that, uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's a kind of uh, a bad prayer that, uh, you know, you lose the ability to, uh, to hear. And uh, uh, people, Jews of Medina particularly, used to say this, that to uh, Holy Prophet. May God make you deaf. And they, you know, they had this habit of saying words with double meanings. So if they were taken to task, they would say, oh, no, 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 you misheard, you misunderstood. It was supposed to be a prayer. We're telling Allah to help the Holy Prophet. But and this is this is referred to in the Holy Quran in one of the verses as well. That uh, this is what they uh, what they do. Uh, and sometimes, for example, the chapter seven, verse hundred uh, uh, ninety-five, um, where uh, God talks about the believers hearing and the non-believers not hearing. And what that means is actually reflecting on the Holy Quran, which is what we are trying to do. And thinking about its message and its meaning. Amlahum azanun yasma'una biha. Chapter 7 verse 195. And do they have ears with which they can hear? Or another place, Summun Bukbun, chapter 2, verse 18. They are deaf and dumb. Wafi Azani Him, chapter 41, verse 44. But their hearing is not very good. Doesn't mean to say literally the hearing is not very good. What it means is, that uh, they don't want to hear. 
they ignore the message, etc. Um, we've come to the end of our time, although uh, uh, we're hardly any way through uh, uh, the meaning of this word. Perhaps it, it's used later on, and perhaps I'll uh, do the rest of it uh, at uh, that time. So with the prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be, may Allah keep you safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, Khuda Hafiz, goodbye.